following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not listen to it. Everyone else but fucking Olive. Nailed it. everyone and welcome to plotty time the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash my name is papa scotch and with me as always is chump slap hey here i am and then we also have dr scientist how's it going it's going fantastic scientist thank you for asking so what have you been up to this week what have you been watching what have you been playing what's the deal uh all i did all week was watch rpg limit break and the frame fatales thing that started. And that's literally it. And uh, just to say, my boy Vinny and his brother have started a show on YouTube called the Retro Grab Bag Show where they talk about video games and stuff like that. Interesting. Give it a watch. Follow, subscribe, whatever they do on YouTube. I don't even know. Rate it. Rate it. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Only after you rate ours, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen to all ours, then go watch that. <laughs> so is it like a, is a video like series? It's not a... Yeah, podcast or anything like that. Yeah, well, it's just them talking about retro games, kind of like we are, but just video. Gotcha. So, what's that name again? One more time. The Retro Grab Bag Show. The Retro Grab Bag Show. We'll uh, do a shout out on Instagram to them as well. So, uh, what about you, Chump Slap? What have you been doing this week? Um, I decided to put down Sekiro for <laughs> the foreseeable future again. And why is that? Um. No spoilers, but there's a choice to be made. Okay. <laughs> and if I'm if you make the one choice, it totally cuts off the game there and it's over. But if you make another choice, there's a whole nother level to the game. Like a whole nother area. And I made the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just watched a speed run of Sekiro, like right before I came here. So there's no like uh, way to go back at all, or is there no way to load an old save or something to save you? No, <laughs> New Game Plus. No, yeah, I'd have to New Game Plus it, but it asks you twice. It's like, are you sure you want to make this choice? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any looking back any indication at all that the game's over? Like, is it like, oh shit, I should have thought of that, or it was just, oh well, fuck me, I guess uh, I'm done. No, because I didn't really look it up like until I made the choice. Because I was like, I don't know, either way. But apparently, if you make the other choice, there's a whole other part that you can do. Lovely. Yeah, it's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> so, technically, you beat it. You beat the game. Yeah, yeah. I just have... You got your money out of it. You got your got one ending. I guess. Yeah, the shittiest one, they said. <laughs> nice. Get that out of the way first. <laughs> so, we will wait for your review of the next ending for next week, then, when you replay the whole thing. Correct. What have you done, Papa Scotch? Yeah, what you been doing? Oh boy, what have I been doing? Uh, started binging Broad City. I think I talked about that. I might have talked yeah. about it last week. Good I don't remember. Yeah, you said something about it, but I've been uh, finishing that up. I think I'm on season four now. It's pretty great. I love it. And uh, what else have I been doing? Played a lot of Division, getting that gear score up. Nice. Did you pick any chicks up with it yet? Uh, just like so many. Just uh, there's <laughs> those Division skanks. Yeah, there's, there's just so many out there, you know. It's <laughs> hard to remember names because they're all over me. It's 
It's crazy. They go. They really go for guys who have gear scores at 487 and not 500. So Whoa. I'm pretty much crushing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Excellent. But yeah, that's about it for me. And standard, you know, YouTube videos and other shit. Yeah. yeah. The huge shit, yeah. So we, there's been some interesting news this week. Really? Yes, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Not so much in video games, but there was an announcement from Disney about the next eight Marvel movie dates have been announced. The next eight? Are they all next year? Because that'd be awesome. No, there's, well, I'll run through them real quick. In 2020, they're releasing... They, none of the names of any of these have been given out. Just their untitled release dates so far. So they probably, you know, have... Doctor Strange 2, Bora, like, yeah. Black yeah, Panther Doctor 2. Strange 2 is there. Another Spider-Man, probably. Something that has to do with... Captain Marvel. More of the Avengers characters. Yeah. Black Panther. A bunch. But they're scheduled for May 1st and November 6th in 2020. Just two? Well, that's the first two. There's more. Just relax. Jeez. Only two in 2020, though. That's. Oh, no. <laughs> well, well, now you'll feel better because in 2021, we got February 12th, May 7th, and November 5th. And then the following year, 2022, you got February 18th, May 6th, and July 29th. <sighs> so long. Oh, no shit. They take time. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have three of those filmed already. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This doesn't even count Spider-Man Homecoming. Or are they releasing another Marvel movie towards the end of this year? I think Spider-Man's the last one this year. It would be the third. That's true. It would be the third because I forgot Captain Marvel was early too. They'll probably surprise us with one in November. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, That's that was a big news uh, drop that they had. And the other was our pals, friends of the podcast, Jesus and Mero, are going two days a week now. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah that's that's right. Right. This is awesome. Which is amazing. Uh, I, I saw them in like an interview where they're like, the only negative criticism we've got about the show, now that it's moved to Showtime, is there's not enough of it. That, yeah, that is exactly. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, so they're making more. So that's awesome. What did you think of the Takashi 6 9 Dude, it was pretty great. It was pretty <laughs> great. Seeing Kid Marrow and, and all that makeup and just like trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, 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 that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so good. From Flagstaff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fantastic. It's such a great show. So good. Any hoodles? Anybody else? You got some news, some housekeeping, anything you guys want to talk about before we get into this game or what? Let's see. I really didn't remember as much about this game as I thought I would. No, me neither. Yeah, this game still blows my mind. <laughs> this is another one we all played, right? Yes. We all played the shit out of this game. Hell yeah. I think the three of us and the Hage beat Cromerax together. I'm trying to think. That was this game? Or was that two? Yeah. Okay. That was in the Secret Armory DLC. Oh, I did not prepare at all to talk about the DLC. But if you guys did. Yeah, Neither I did I. But I remember doing it because you came over to my place and we hooked the TV up. I do remember that. And yeah. the Hage. And Chris was upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And it took us forever to beat him the first time. And then. Yeah. I know it was this one because I was Lilith and I had to run around and stay alive while you just tried to kill it. And that elevator was so, so <laughs> freaking long to get back up the yeah. elevator to get in the fight again. Like you had to wait for uh, it to come down. You couldn't just send it yeah. down. Was this the guy with the, he just killed with the shotgun. Just, he was just a big worm or something. 
That was Terramorphous from the second one. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. This is a big crab thing. You didn't actually fight him. You stood at the bottom and hit the button for us because you weren't high enough level. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I think maybe one of our other friends might have been in on it, but I don't remember. It was the Hage. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to say his name on the podcast, but uh, it was him. Any hoodles. So (laughs) this week we are going to be talking about the PlayStation 3 perennial classic Borderlands. It was released October 20th, 2009. Dude, that was another shock. This game's almost 10 years old. Jesus. Only 10 years old? <laughs> I It feels like yesterday we just picked it up and we're having a blast. Yeah. But it does. It was also it was released for PS3, Xbox, and PC on October 20th, 20, 2009, and then released for Mac OS in December of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they get all their bases there. It was uh, it was developed by Gearbox and published by 2K Games. It's normally referred to as a loot shooter. It's like a first-person shooter with RPG elements to get better gear and better guns and stuff. And for this one, we actually have three credited writers. We got Allison Berriman, Mikey Newman, and the brain behind the Borderlands series, Randy Pitchfork. Yeah, Pitchfork is the only one I ever heard of. Which I assume that's his real last name. Pitchfork? I don't know. I thought it was Pitchford. Oh, I don't know. That's why I was asking. <laughs> Pitchfork is a sniper. <laughs> That's right. Pitchfork was a sniper. Probably named in his honor. But any hoodles. So who, which one of you guys <laughs> picked this game? Was it? That was me. Chump Slap. All right, Chump Slap. all the way. How about you give us a little lead into the story here? Where are we at in this world? Well, the whole story is being told by one Marcus... What was his name? Kincaid. Kincaid. Yep, Kincaid. And he starts off by driving a bus full of treasure hunters that are looking for a alien vault on the planet Pandora. Because this vault contains wealth, power, women, everything. <laughs> yeah, but they don't... This is kind of something I, I didn't really remember. They're hunting for the vault, but they don't know what's... In it. It was just like a fable, really. Yeah. Just yeah. riches and loot. And- right. I did read in the story that Atlas Company found a vault on another planet first. And then they they were pretty sure there was one on this planet. And that's who originally colonized the planet to try to find the vault. I don't know if that's canon. That's what it says on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> That might have been, what's the word they look for? Where, what's the, where they change it after the fact? Retro. Retcon. Retcon, yeah. yeah, yeah. It might have been. Might have been. But uh, So which playable character do you choose, Chump Slap? What, what was your first run through? My first run through was Mordecai the Hunter. Yeah, me too. He has a little hawk that you can throw out. and It's pretty awesome. Shit, what was the hawk's name? It definitely had a name. It definitely did. Bloodwing? Bloodwing, yeah, there you go. Yeah, his was the best because if you're getting... His wasn't the best. I don't know. But I enjoyed it the most because (laughs) you could just throw out the thing and it'll start killing enemies or pulling them out of cover or wearing down their health. He gained you health back and shit, right? Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. What about you, uh, scientist? Who did you pick? I played Lilith. Yeah, you did. The siren. What's what's her deal? She could uh, become invisible and run around. 
you could like move faster and you gained health during it and your shield regened extra like quickly. And then you did a burst of damage when yeah. you popped out of it. You could something. do you could do like damage during it, but you did more when you got out of it. Like it blew up, like a small explosion. And that was with the class modifier things, right? Like you could heal more or heal your shield faster. Yeah, or there were skill points. Or... Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, skill trees. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Un- un- uh, upgraded, it was just turn invisible and run, and the enemies couldn't see you. Yeah. Which was very helpful for Cromorax. Yes, because you can just run around while everybody else tries to kill it. Then when people die, you go like, all right, I got to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then that way its health doesn't reset because everyone died. Yeah. Oh, fun <laughs> memories. <laughs> I got a question. Did anybody like Roland? I remember... Like, he was my last to play with. The Hage played him. Yeah. His turret was very helpful, but it was like, we're in this crazy world with these crazy guns and these crazy powers. Why would you pick the Call of Duty guy? You know, that just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What did Brick even do? Punch people real hard. Yeah. Was that it? Okay. Yeah, he was the melee version. Didn't he have like a... Psycho, psych out thing where you just went crazy and punch, 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 punch. Yeah. And couldn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So those are our four main characters. We got Mordecai, the hunter, Lilith, the siren, uh, Brick, the puncher guy, and Roland, the soldier. Those are the four out of the box you can play. Yeah. And I don't remember if they added more for this game or if that was all in Borderlands 2. I think it was a Borderlands 2 thing. Yeah, I think it was only Borderlands 2. Yeah, I definitely don't remember any. They added like four more characters or something like that? Yeah, you couldn't play with Claptrap in this one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, he's the first guy you run into in the story that's not, I guess, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do. there's a voice and a face that just appears in front of you. Yeah. Before you get off the bus. It's like, hey, pretend you don't see me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and is that Guardian Angel, as they call her? Yeah, that's what they call it. Does she have a name? She has a name. What the hell is it? We really did our research here. Jesus. I <laughs> I just threw all my notes. I just called her the woman because I couldn't think of Yeah. I couldn't figure out what her name I is. I think they just called her Angel. That's. I think they call her that in the second one. I'm not sure if they call her anything in the first one. All right, great. Super. So you get to this town, and what's the first thing <laughs> that uh, what's the first thing that happens here? <laughs> you get off the bus in Firestone. And there's a claptrap, and he's like, hey, come, follow me. I'll open the door. And the voice in your head tells you to follow the robot and do as he says. Yeah, the voice is telling you what to do here. She's like, there is a vault here, and I will lead you to it. Follow the robot. So we're getting a little bit like Bioshock here, where you got the extra voice, and it's like, just go do whatever the voice says. Let's not even think about what the voice is up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've never seen a vault before and that's what you've hunted for your entire life and all of a sudden you see a, f- a disembodied head <laughs> floating in front of you just talking like, hey, there is a vault here. You'd, I, I'd fucking believe it. I mean, it's the best lead you got, right? Like <laughs> yeah. everyone else I mean, what else you knows do? it's on the planet, but they have no idea where. Exactly. Yeah. So might as well, which I have some questions about that, but we'll get to that down the road. <laughs> Yeah. So you're in Firestone, and this is like your tutorial, tutorial? area. Yeah, yeah, like you do a bunch of varied missions that show you like how to shoot or how to do other stuff I'm not remembering. 
How to oh, loot. Yeah, loot, <laughs> basically. How to yeah. loot and how to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then you help Dr. Zed open his uh, shop so you can get, like, medical vending machines, and then you get the gun vending machines, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it intros everything to you. I do like how after you help Zed and then Claptrap gets shot, the voice appears to you and says, would you kindly help the robot? Does she say, would you kindly? Yeah, yeah. she does. Nice. <laughs> that was a nice reference. There's a metric shitload of Easter eggs in this game. Yeah. Oh, all it is is references. Pretty much, that's yeah. That's why I loved it. But that's great. Like, that's part of the charm. It definitely has its own sense of humor, too, as well, where it's kind of, yeah. like, crude, and it's all about, like, you're shooting, you're looting, and all that stuff, but you're also ha- supposed to have fun. <laughs> you know, so it's like it, the game does not take itself seriously at all. No, it's awesome that it does. And uh, an interesting fact I read about, I didn't realize, but when the game was first announced, I think it was at one E3, I think. But uh, the game originally did not have the cell shading. Like it just looked like any other brown world. Uh, it looked like real. Yeah, it looked real. Oh, I would ruin the whole game. Yeah, that would totally ruin it. <laughs> yeah, and then then I think that's when they realized this looks like everything else. Fuck it, let's do this cell shading thing. It looks unique enough, and that's part of the part of the fun about it too. I read that they did the cell shading so they could make the guns look more unique, easier. Yeah, yeah it's definitely got to be a part of it because it's less processor intensive. Yeah, you know, cell shading. You can have all kinds of random things on it. I really like the way it looks, too, though. It's neat. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely has its own unique style. And yeah. I think that was a huge selling point, or at least enough to be get people to be like, wait, what is this game all about? Yeah, this is a first-person shooter, looter, <laughs> and it's cell shaded. It's a schluter. <laughs> a schlel stated. <laughs> you also meet my probably my favorite character in any Borderlands game, TK Baja. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is your favorite? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure he doesn't make it through this game. No, he does not. But he comes back in the Halloween DLC. <laughs> <laughs> so in our hearts and minds, he's not truly dead. I didn't even remember he existed until I watched this again. I know. And then he's making blind jokes. I was like, oh, yeah, he is blind. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like one of the first characters you run into in this game. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Let's fucking set the tone for the ridiculous bullshit we're about to see. How about this blind guy with a shotgun on his porch? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, as if Zed wasn't weird enough. Here's a weirder guy. Zed's a very interesting guy because it's like he seems to be ultimately selling things that help people, but he also, there's some kind of mad scientist vibe going on here. Just a little. I thought he was just trying to get rich. Maybe. It's like less field doctor, more Frankenstein, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I see that, yeah. And then he gives you your first real mission to uh, hunt down Nine Toes. <laughs> right, Who I Nine didn't toes. remember at all. I don't remember. He has three balls, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Absolutely, yeah. The three balls, super important. <laughs> but uh, he's like, yeah, he's the first, I guess, boss in the game. Yeah. But uh, after you go in there and you shoot him and defeat him, I forget which gun you get, but in the store you get a call from our boy Scooter. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite character. He's definitely up there. Scooter's pretty great. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Scooter there, Chump Slap? What's his deal? (laughs) Well, Scooter makes makes runners. (laughs) 
That's where the cars live. <laughs> Come get you one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it really, it, it's something, it, it reminds me a lot of, do you remember the NES days when you'd hear the same fucking songs <laughs> in MIDI over yeah. and over again, and you never got tired of it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'd, like, you'd, you'd play the game for 700 hours and still be like singing along to the Mario underwater level music. <laughs> but... That's what this scooter reminded me of. Every time I heard him, I'm like, <laughs> fucking scooter. Like, even if I heard his line like 700 times already. Every time it came up in the video I watched, I laughed to myself when he said, it's where the cars live. Dude, I used to have scooter ringtones on my phone, <laughs> and they never got old. Didn't he say something about busting up his mama's girl parts? Yeah, he says that quite a bit. Yeah, he's like, you got to find this friend. He's not really a friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, God bless Scooter. <laughs> But he runs a thing where you can digestruct cars. That's basically digestruct. Digestruct. Really? You can't just poof a car out of thin air. No. You got to go to one of his catch a ride <laughs> stations. <laughs> Is that what they call cars. it though? Yeah. Digestruct. Yeah. Uh, it's basically it's a car, so you can get around the world, and they also fire weapons, and you can upgrade them. And I I didn't I didn't hate the car sections, but they didn't handle like super well. No, no. So it's kind of annoying when you had like those missions where you had to like race or you had to go and kill a bunch of guys on the bandits or whatever. Yeah, how many times just like trying to circle a bandit all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh after this, what happens after Scooter shows up and gives you some rides? <laughs> uh he asks for your help to uh no, he tells you to to find sledge. To find sledge, yeah. And to get into mine. Right, and I forget, where is this sledge fight? I want to think it's on top of like a boat suspended in the sky, but I'm pretty sure that's Borderlands 2. That's Borderlands 2. Yeah, that's 2. Yep. I don't know, but you got to jump piss gulch <laughs> in, the, in one of his rides. He just jumped piss gulch <laughs> in one of my runners. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that part now. <laughs> Took a second. Yeah, he had to do it to get to a place you couldn't reach any other way. Yeah. But uh, doesn't Sledge have one of our first vault pieces? Yeah, after you beat him, the woman says he has something. Go open that chest and boom. You get a vault key part. Yeah, so the whole purpose of this game, in case it wasn't clear by Chump Slap's amazing pre-recap, is <laughs> to get the to open the vault. And in order to open the vault, you need the four alien artifact vault key pieces. Then once you have the key, you can go open it. Correct. And apparently a bunch of... Ne'er-do-wells have them. Am I correct in understanding that the pieces were scattered on the planet somewhere and these are just the assholes that found them? That's what I would assume. Yeah, I think it's like a, it's an alien piece, so they just found it and it's like, oh, that's fucking neat. Just keep on, hold on to that, it's worth money. And apparently the woman in your head knows where they all are. Right, but the, I don't think, I never got the vibe that like Sledge or anyone knew what they really were. No, no. they had no idea. They just knew it was rare. Yeah, so they're on. holding on to it. Yeah. yeah. And that's after you find that, that's when Atlas, the Commandant Steele. Is that who it was? Yeah. Calls you up and she's like, no, no. <laughs> this is all ours. Whatever's on this planet, we own. Yeah. The Crimson Lance are mercenaries that were hired by the Atlas Corporation because I guess in this future, Mega corporations own everything, I guess would be a safe, yeah, they, safe assumption. Yeah. They own the planets to like mine mining and rights shit. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
which I thought was interesting because this planet, I think I read that it was original, originally mined and created by the Doll Corporation, but they abandoned it. Like back uh, in the day. Yeah. Originally. Originally. Mined by Atlas. Oh. And then. The Dolls came. Doll in, came. In the second one. Yeah. And then Doll brought Hyperion. convict labor to the planet. <laughs> and when they abandoned it, they left all the convicts there. And that's how we got. The psychos. All the bandits and the, and the psychos, yeah. That makes sense. That checks out. You sounded really confident when you said that, so I'm going to go ahead and believe you. Great job, Chump Slap. <laughs> if there's one thing I wrote down, it's that. <laughs> well, you nailed it. Great job, sir. Yeah, because I read that in the wiki. I was like, holy shit, I never knew that. I, I always wondered where the psychos came from. Convict labor. Just like in Bulletstorm. Oh, it's all connected. It's all <laughs> So this game would be Bulletstorm if you were playing as an ex-member of the Crimson Lance, right? It'd be pretty much the same game. But wait, yeah. wait a minute, Roland is an ex-member of the Christian, uh, Christian, the Crimson Lance. Crimson Lance, <laughs> yeah. So it's Bulletstorm for him. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to play with him. <laughs> it's like, I, I played that already. Where do you go after this when Commandant Steel tells you to basically fuck off? Uh, I have, you do a bunch of random quests and end up in New Haven. Well, that's a. Well, this is where you go to the first area where it's just like that huge driving, yeah, like desert area, all kinds of things all around. And then I believe I have written down here. Well, I know I have written down here, but I believe the answer is the next thing you do is you have to kill Mad Mel. Yep, that's yeah. what I got. Yeah. Oh, that's a driving thing. Yeah, yeah, that it's one of the random horrible. Quests. Yeah, and that was a play on Mad Max, obviously. Yeah, but it was because the bandits are essentially the end of the world faction from Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. And you fight in basically a Thunderdome. Yeah, exactly. Right. That was the worst fight ever, though. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know why I have this written here, but this is where you meet Helena Pierce. Who is Helena Pierce? Because I she just... Is the, she runs New Haven. When you get to New Haven, she's the one that's in charge of she's it. She's the one with the fucked up face. Like half melted, chemically melted or something. Yeah. I kept getting her and Tannis confused. Yeah. They're pretty much the same. Yeah, I have written in my notes, you meet Helena Pierce, but she isn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> she just runs New Haven, and she wants you to do things to help New Haven people out. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Move the story along. Oh, yeah, because when you first get there, it's kind of shitty, and you have to, like, shore up the defenses and kill, kill people and help out and Crazy Earl. Yeah. 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 You got to start all the fucking generators. Yeah. whoop de doo How come you... Yeah, it was real tough for everybody. You couldn't do that, Piercy. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. And then uh, you eventually go to meet Tannis. Patricia Tannis, I think I have her name written. I just have Tannis. Who is... Uh, I have Tannis. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funny to call her that. <laughs> Who is basically another uh, crazy scientist who studies vaults. She's from Dahl uh, Corporation. It? She's been there. For a while. Since they abandoned it, she stayed. Yeah, it, she definitely gives the vibe of another mad scientist or like either that or crazy recluse. Just a typical scientist on Pandora. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, totally, totally consistent with the world on Pandora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's not all there. But uh, she's she worked for the Doll Corporation and believed that the vault was there. And when Doll abandoned it, she's like, fuck this, I'm staying. I'm finding it. Yeah. Yeah, then she knows where the two pieces are, the next two pieces. She tells you. Yeah. And she sends you to meet another great character, Crazy Earl. Dude, I he 
you only ever see his face, like part of his face and his eyes, right? Do you? You don't yeah. ever see his whole body. No, no. Ah, uh, but he's fucking so great. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you do a bunch of random missions for him, right? Yeah, kill spider ants. Yeah, you just try to make place safe for him, like yeah. his dumps, dumpster, yeah, junkyard, whatever. Which I believe is called the Trash Coast. Did I yes. read that correctly? Okay, that's the area. Yeah. Well, the woman in your head tells you to just help out all the people, and that'll help you find pieces for the vault. Correct. So I guess helping all these people out is going to do that for you. So she's urging you to help people Mm -hmm. exactly like Tork's wife in The Suffering. (laughs) It all comes Uh, back to The Suffering, guys. Wow. I thought it all came back to Parasite Eve, but... Yeah, there's no... It all comes back to every game. No, it comes back to Parasite Eve when there's a virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no end of the world here. Oh, okay, okay. So then what happens after she sends you to Crazy Earl? You help him out, and then you need to go continue your search. Crom has a piece of the vault. Who the fuck is Crom? Yeah. He's just some guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just a boss you fight. He sits in the turret. He's the guy you have to fight on the turret. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to climb up his yeah. trash kingdom yeah i remember that part being real annoying yeah i remember it being annoying because he had a turret and he was on the high ground so you had to like fight your way up the steps and ramps and stuff yeah yeah like take cover and run over yeah yeah but that was where you get the vault key map i think i have written down here so you get the you have to go take well crazy earl tells you has a he has a map but you actually get a piece of the key okay so crazy earl lied to you saying he had a piece I don't know if he lied. I think he was maybe just wrong. Well, you do get a piece from <laughs> You do get a piece from him, but okay, he well, may have just thought that he knew where a piece was. Gotcha. It, it wouldn't okay. be completely out of the ordinary if Crazy Earl's information wasn't super reliable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Why would it be? Don't you save his dog, too, at one point, and his dog's a skag? I vaguely remember that happening. That may be a side quest. But I don't remember any of the side quests, really, for this game. It's been so long. Now, I, just as a quick aside, I did look up, there's like 120 missions in this game. So, or 119, something like that. But the side missions, every memorable side mission that I remember and having an awesome time with were all from Borderlands 2. (laughs) (laughs) The side missions in this were go collect something or go kill someone. And that's pretty much fucking it. Yeah, that was the way they all, it all was. I didn't remember I, specifically <laughs> any side mission from this game. I had to go look them up, and then I was like, oh, yeah. I can't. And there's some decent ones we'll talk about. But anyway, moving on before we get too entrenched in side missions, Tannis yeah. sends you to the J- I have Janestown here? Janestown. Janestown. Janus. <laughs> which is, I believe, a play on Janestown from Firefly? Maybe. I thought it was Jonestown. That's what I was thinking, but maybe it's Janestown. Could be either. Could be both. Who knows? <laughs> but what do you what do you do here, scientist? Uh, I wrote that you kill Janus Kolb and then do various missions. <laughs> I don't think anything important. Why the hell don't I have any of this written down? What do you have happens in Janestown? Last thing I, after Crom, I have Rackhive. Yeah, that's what you do. You go to Janestown and you eventually fight the Rackhive going through it. Oh, uh, I just missed. Janistown. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, Janistown, I remember those missions not being too super memorable. No, it's just a bunch of fetch quests, really. 
Yeah, there. I think there was one like go kill twenty five spider ants or something like that to clear out an area or some bullshit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. But then after you do all that stuff for Janus Town, you uh, end up fighting this huge monster called the Rack Hive, which racks are like pterodactyls and they fly out of his back and you have to shoot them. This is another annoying boss fight. They're like the things from Evolution, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end, um, we should add to right before this fight, Marcus reaches out to you. I don't know if you guys remember this oh, part, but he yeah, he, yeah. he tells you that he doesn't know exactly what's happening, but he says Tannis has something going on because he hasn't been resupplying her, and he talked to all the vendors, and none of the other vendors have been resupplying her. So he has basically he has no idea where she's getting her supplies from, and she's got to be getting like food or water from somewhere. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I don't know exactly what's happening, but this seems weird. Something weird's happening. You should check that out. Knowing the ending, that makes more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a little bit of foreshadowing, but it's just Marcus being like, hey, I don't know uh, what's going on, but something weird's happening with Tannis. You should keep an eye out. And then he offers to split everything in the vault with you. Yeah, he's like, hey, you still want to you partner up? Yeah. <laughs> you need someone to sell that shit. But I love Marcus's character because he's just like the happiest gun vendor in the world. <laughs> like he's like, hey, if you want a partner, but uh, uh, not okay, okay, cool. You know, I'll just keep selling guns. No worries. Like he, he's, he's never making a, bad a guy. killing. Yeah, he's making a killing because you're making these cities habit- inhabitable again. Did you just use making a killing as a joke there? Because he sells no. weapons. Because <laughs> that is totally a chump slap line. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the punchline. I'm like, where's it coming? Is it making a no. All right. No. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> well, you probably have several other prepared jokes, so <laughs> we'll move past it. Eventually, you kill the giant rack hive, and you go through its shit and stuff, and you find another piece of the vault key. Vault key. Correct. So how many is that now? Three. Three. All right. And Tannis has told you that you needed four. Yes. Then she tells you that Baron Flint has the last piece. Right. He is the leader of Pandora's Bandits. Was this her ex? Doesn't she send you after her ex for something? Like, I don't know if no. Tannis does. I know that that's definitely a moxie thing. There's a mission where you kill several of her exes because apparently she's been marrying well, a bunch of dudes. But yeah, well, it's moxie. She's well. You do eventually end up killing Baron Flint, and he doesn't have a piece. And I think the voice in your head, or somebody, maybe Scooter or Marcus or somebody, tells you that. Tannis just told you that to get you to kill him, so it may have been that way. That uh, she yeah, I thought I saw something about them. They used to date or something. She just it like came up and just passing yeah. when she was talking about it. Well, actually, the person that gives you the information that Tannis lied, and there's only three pieces, that was Commandant Steele. Okay, I wasn't sure exactly which one it was. Yeah, after she takes the three pieces, and the, she's like <laughs> exactly and kidnaps Tannis, and then shuts down the Echo Network. Yeah. Which is such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? All of it? All of it. It's it's a real, like, this is a huge story beat in the game where they shut down the Echo Network and then you have to go basically go to where Tannis yeah. is being held to turn it back on. Why didn't the voice tell you, don't do this last one, take those pieces and go? That's a great. I, the only yeah. thing I can think of is she didn't know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. She wasn't. Or maybe she just wanted you to help Tannis. Who knows? Yeah. But either way, the network is shut down. You can't talk to Guardian Angel or anyone anymore until it's up and yeah. running. Well, the Guardian Angel can talk to you. 
she just can't she see. can't see what you see yeah. or anything she can't hear oh that's right because at the end she's like oh, i can see you now it's up yeah. and running but any hoodles where do you go you go attack uh the crimson lance to rescue tanis and get the vault key pieces back and turn the echo back on okay one question here if steel didn't tell you that she took the pieces and took tanis would you even know where the fuck to go? <laughs> That's a fantastic question. I assume, <laughs> and this is me just putting things together, it seems that the main characters here have a pretty good idea of what's happening on the planet. I'm talking like Zed, Marcus, like the mission givers. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think okay, yeah. eventually they would have been like, dude, I heard Tannis is on. I heard the, the Crimson Lance took her. Or some crazy shit like that. But otherwise, yeah, you'd go back to where she was and be like, she's not there. And like, where the fuck? What, what is this yeah. all about? And then the echo goes down and you can't see anything. And yeah. And then you'd be a little suspicious. You'd probably run back to Marcus or something. Maybe the woman in your head would tell you. but Maybe. Just wondering. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more of a bad guy hubris thing. Yeah, because she does threaten you again. Yeah, don't fuck she's with like, me. She's like, don't fuck with me. I got the pieces. I took Tannis. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Your echo network's down. Bam. Bam. Drops yeah, it's like mic. you had your fun. I'm sure it's time for the adults to take over. <laughs> exactly. This is after you've murdered so many Crimson Lance. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she's just like, hey, dude, back off, man. <laughs> Look, game over, man. Yeah. I already win. But uh, she tells you that you have to, ne- well, you have to now go to Crimson Lance HQ to rescue Tannis. And. Coincidentally, that's where you also restart the Echo Network. Yep. Yeah. Who tells you how to restart a Tannis, right? I think so. Yes, because you find Tannis imprisoned first and free her, and then she's like, all right, this is what you got to do. Yeah, and you have to go to the three markers and turn the things back up. Do you go there to try to save her or just to try to find the piece again? All you know is what Commandant Steele told you. So in your mind, Tannis lied. Yeah, so you're like, fuck her. I just want the key. So you're going to find Commandant Steel. But I mean, the enemy of your enemy is your friend, right? But I think the voice in your head tells you to hurry because yeah. they're going to open the vault. Yeah, she does. But here's the question. Does you just know Tannis lied to you and kept the pieces? And you glean that from Commandant Steel that Tannis tricked you. So everything Commandant Steel is saying makes it believe that Tannis double-crossed you. It, it doesn't say anything about her being imprisoned and them taking the keys. Like, you have to go on the island, talk to Tannis, and Tannis is finally like, dude, they fucking kidnapped me and took the pieces. Let's go get them. I'm pretty see- sure Steel does tell you that she took the key. Right, but you don't know Tannis was kidnapped versus no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Tannis duped you. All right, yeah, that sounds right. So... You go and you rescue Tannis, and she spills the beans of what happened. Restart the network, and you got to get to the Crimson Lance before they reach the vault. That's your next mission, mission parameter, I guess. Yeah, and I remember this part starting to get annoying because you start fighting the, the Guardians. Yeah. Which, here's my question, because this I wanted to ask. I've been waiting the whole time for this. Nice. The, Guardian, the Guardians are the aliens who guard the vault. Correct. Yes. Are we led to believe that at this point there's this huge area on this planet that just no one's been to? Or did everyone know, like, dude, there are some fucking aliens protecting this hill for like 200 years? I don't What's think the aliens 
I don't think the aliens came up to show up to protect it. I think people found the vault because it was like dug up, right? Yeah. They found it, but they it was broken it. and they couldn't open it. They didn't know how to open it or anything. And now that the key's there, I think the aliens are like, hey, uh-uh. Because the vault can only be opened every 200 years, which I assume is right for every vault. Yeah, that's what they say. So you think the angels only showed up just now? I believe years. so. Like maybe they knew the key was closed or they knew that the vault could be open, so they showed up to guard. They always show up right before you find the vault in every Borderlands game, though. Yeah, because they know. Yeah. They know it's going to be open, and they're like, oh, shit. But then wouldn't it make more s- – do you, do you understand what I'm asking? Like, Yeah, you're saying that they're always there. Wouldn't people know the vault was there? Exactly. I think they did. I just don't think they knew how to, to get to into it. it. Yeah. Or maybe they just thought it was ruins and not a, the vault. Yeah, because it, it is just broken there. Yeah. Right, they didn't realize it was a vault. It was just yeah. a fancy-looking area. Well, they had to realize it was the vault because when Steele gets the key, she rushes to that spot to put the key in. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they knew it was, but not everybody. Yeah, this is tough. This seems like a pickle. <laughs> but whatever. We get to the area where the vault is, and you have to kill a bunch of the alien guards. And the Crimson And the Crimson Lance. Lance, yeah. And the Crimson Lance. So what happens when we finally get to the vault? Steel opens it. Boom. Boom. That's it. Game over. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> Sad <You> ending. <laughs> that was such a fucking bummer. Like, I really wanted a... <laughs> Like, I really wanted an awesome boss fight with Commandant Steel just talking shit the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And she just, she gives her evil villain speech and puts the key in and promptly gets murdered. Yeah, her and all her cronies just immediately get murdered by the fucking... The Destroyer. destroyer. The Destroyer is what his name was? Okay. The (laughs) the tentacle monster. Yeah, well, the Destroyer is a tentacle monster, so you're not wrong. Yes. So you kill the destroyer, which I remember being a lot easier than I thought it would be. It was, yeah, because it's just got like four eyes you have to take out, yeah. and then fighting the fighting the guardians up to it was much harder than fighting. Yeah, it. exactly. Right, and then you finally kill it. You kill everyone, and then this bullshit happens where the vault closes. Well, all this loot flies out, but right, but you don't get to go in the vault or find out what's all in there. They just fire out a couple guns and say, "All right, great job, buddy." Yep. Yeah, also. what's that about? Why did, why did it close? It, was that exactly the time at the 200 years where it closes? I don't think they tell you in this game what exactly occurred. Uh, but, you know, you kill the monster and then it's closed. Right, you fought the destroyer, you killed it, and then uh, the vault closes. I just thought that was a huge fucking bomb. Like, later in the General Knox one, was that Borderlands 1 or 2? 1. Okay, so later in the General Knox one, you get to the armory, and then you open it up, and there's like a hundred treasure chests you could open. Like, I wanted that feeling Yeah, yeah. when yeah. I opened the vault. I gotcha. I mean, you get it eventually, sure, but still, it was kind of a letdown. Yeah. And then? Then the game just ends. Well, then it, <laughs> it zooms out, and you see the Hyperion, the Hyperion satellite. satellite, who was the voice of Angel the whole time. Now... Beep, beep, beep. Was Angel working for Hyperion, or was Hyperion just listening? Angel was Hyperion. Okay. Like, the whole thing. Like, I don't know why they did that. They just wanted somebody else to kill the Destroyer? Or they were going to just come down and take over the vault when it was open? I believe this is explained in the pre-sequel. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I don't remember at all what ha- what what how is this explained in the pre-sequel? I don't know. I just said I believe it is. I don't know if it actually is. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's I mean, the vault ends, you get all your loot and then she's like, "Yay!" the voice in your head and then it shows the satellite and then it shows Claptrap dancing. And then he turns into evil Claptrap. Yeah. The interplanetary ninja assassin, which is a DLC in this late game. And then that's it. That's where the game ends. Yep. There's a couple DLCs. The Ned's one, I remember. I don't remember any of it. The Ned one with the Z- Zombie Island. Uh, that one was good. The Armory of General Knox. I don't remember any of the DLCs being bad, except for Mad Moxie's Thunderdome got a little annoying. Yeah. Because it was like a horde mode, and everyone's like, Were, was anyone asking for a horde mode? <laughs> <laughs> and the rewards weren't that great. No, they weren't. It was basically, I remember just doing it for trophies. Yeah, I remember not doing it. That's what I remember. Yeah. But uh, I do remember the the zombie island of Dr. Ned being really fun because it was like a Halloween theme and it was totally like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Halloween themed. <laughs> there, were, there were pumpkins everywhere yeah. and it was... It's themed Halloween. Yeah, it was, it, was more, it was kind of like a Halloween theme. <laughs> it had something to do with Halloween, I remember. <laughs> and zombies. Yeah. Uh, Mad Moxie's Underdome, Riot. General Knox. The Claptrap Interplanetary Ninja Assassin one, wasn't there? Is this this one? I think it was. Yeah. You fight the huge Claptrap. Claptrap's new robot revolution. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. And then the Armory of General Knox. So those those were the four. Right. And also, I forgot completely. We did briefly mention this before, but I forgot Mad Moxie wasn't in this entire game. (laughs) Yeah, not until the (laughs) DLC, apparently. Was she even mentioned in the base game? No. Well, Scooter talks about his mom, but yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't figure out any of that until Borderlands 2. Yeah, I don't think you realize that that's her mom, his mom, until Borderlands <laughs> until 2 storylines. Yeah, until we tell you. Well, she's not in the first one, so. Yeah, and the, the armory of General Knox was the first, like, uh, hidden super boss, which was Cromerax. Okay. All right, yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Right, I, and I now so, yeah. they also raised the, the uh, level cap. Yeah, to 69. 69! Which is completely on brand for this <laughs> yeah. game, I'd say. Yeah, of course. Get all the way up to level 69. Like every other game, though, you become super OP if you get up that high because all, all the skill points. So there's definitely, with the main story being done, there's some side missions here I wanted to bring up. Yeah, nice. <laughs> there's a three-mission or four-mission arc called the Alter Ego Missions. Where the bandits are starting their own new religion, and you have to basically go and stomp out this religious expression. You guys remember this at all? I remember that at all? Wow, no. (laughs) You have to go and you have to burn their scriptures as like the first mission. uh, Collect their pamphlets. I mean, it sounds like a Borderlands quest, but I don't remember it. Uh, Then you kill a monster named Slither, which apparently it turned out that oh, I remember that one. That was their god. They were going to preach to. I remember Slither. What the fuck was Slither? Wasn't he a giant spider ant? That's what I was at, yeah. And probably yeah. dropped I mean, some, like, special gun. Yeah, some legendary, probably. Did he drop the Hellfire? <laughs> Actually, I don't think I didn't think the legendaries were people or enemy-specific in the first one, were they? I don't remember at all. No, meaning The only legendaries I remember are Hellfire and Volcano. Yeah, I don't think they were enemy-specific, though. Yeah, maybe not. I do remember there being a confusion because the top tier guns were pearlescent, so they looked exactly like white guns in your inventory. Yeah, they, they dropped from Cromerax. They added those later, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know yeah, if I ever got a pearlescent weapon ever. No, no, I didn't. I never did either. 
Wasn't there? There was a Crimson Lance DLC for this, right? I thought we just went over the DLC. Yeah, no, didn't say yeah. anything about it. I'm trying to remember because there was a, 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 you fight a guy Crimson named Armory or Ajax. It might be from that one, because I remember he dropped Ajax's spear, and I remember trying to farm it from him, and I could never get it. Probably, but uh, that was one of the missions I thought was interesting. But there was also one called Dumpster Diving for Great Justice. <laughs> Do you guys remember this one at all? No. It sounds familiar. I believe this was one where you first got to New Haven and you had to like do the bullshit generator and stuff like that. But uh, the, the mission parameter is just recover Eric's valuables. So you have to go in the random dumpsters around the place and pick up his, quote, valuables, which are pornography magazines. I do remember <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. I okay. do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to deliver them back to Eric. And then he said something awesome. like, here's a gun or whatever. I, I, it's fine. I just washed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, super on brand for this series. Hell yeah! But uh, there's also I'm trying. I was trying to pick like side missions where you did something different rather than just go kill someone. So in the mission Wanted Fresh Fish, which you get from a bounty board, you just kill fish with explosives. I do remember that too. Throw kinda, grenades in the water. Kind of remember yeah. that. And you had to catch like get their dead bodies when they floated up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a super huge mission, but you know it was something different to do, and. Uh, there were there was a whole other series of claptrap rescue missions. Now, I don't know if you guys remember these. There's a lot of them. There's like twelve of them. But well, there's there's a bunch of crap claptraps in this game. Right, multiple claptraps. But the missions are either rescue them or repair them. And when you do that, that's how you get a backpack upgrade. I do yes, remember that. I yes. do remember that. But there were so many. It's like claptraps cannot keep out of fucking trouble on this planet. <laughs> Wasn't there one in every? Area you went to, they uh, a bunch of them opened doors for you and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I do like the the oh, goth yeah. one. They open like secret chest areas. And yeah, stuff. and or just open to the next story area. Like, oh, you have clearance. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's all I have for side missions, because a lot of them were just not memorable. They're just go somewhere, kill someone, or like go turn on the generators, or go turn on the echo network, or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was just run of the mill. Yeah, I don't remember farming anything in this game really too much. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The rack hive just to Yeah, to got just the experience. But I don't remember there being many side missions that really stood out. Yeah. No, not at all. But I don't remember them being boring when I was playing them. Like it was just more I don't stuff much to do. Of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I didn't remember nearly as much as I thought I did, which is crazy because I'm pretty sure I played through the story like six times. Yeah, I had to play through it at least twice four i think i played with everybody I, well, and then you have to play through twice to get max level yeah yeah there was a second playthrough where they scale past level like 30 or something like that yeah i don't yeah. think i ever played with another character besides lilith oh uh, yeah maybe i'm thinking it too yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe but uh that's it that's all for this game anything else you guys want to talk about in the game what you love what you hated i don't really remember everything i loved about the game i think is from borderlands too well, I loved. I mean, just the comedy. Every time it showed an enemy, it would say something and just say something silly underneath his name and shit. Right. And I mean, there's too many. I don't even have any quotes written down, but I don't either. I don't have any quotes written down because there were so many. Yeah, it's like the whole game is a quote. <laughs> we could have filled it with just scooter. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> just gonna say this is where cars live. <laughs> <laughs> and he said something along like, 
this is where the cars live. Come get you one. Or something <laughs> along those lines. Yeah. But yeah. a scooter will forever be in our hearts, obviously. That's what you should take away from this. <laughs> so uh, we don't have any quotes, so that I guess that takes us to the end. Let's uh, let's start with you, scientist. Final thoughts? Would you play it again? Did the story work for you, and what's your score? I feel like the story was kind of uh, weak a little, but it is 10 years old, so maybe. But I'd play it again just because Borderlands was awesome, and I don't remember that as much of this game as I thought I did. Right. But I like the characters. The world was kind of bland but interesting. All the craziness and bullshit that goes with it. I gave it a 15 out of 27. 15. Not bad. And as always, everyone, our score rating is out of 27 stars. Because it's the only way it makes sense. That's all right. That's not bad. So what about you, scientist? Final thoughts? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Well, the <laughs> story was a little weak, I thought. <laughs> Did I just say I scientist instead of yeah. scientist? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so let me rephrase. Mr. Chumpslap. Final thoughts, would you play it? What'd you score? Did the story work for you? Story, bland, boring, normal shit. I mean, the whole, like, the grand story of your vault hunter, you're looking for this awesome vault that's supposed to have riches, and that's cool. I like that, but it was just unlock this area, go to the next area, go to the next area. Story was lacking, but the gameplay, amazing, loved it. Would I play it again? No. Okay. I'll play Borderlands 2. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. Borderlands 2 was just so much better. But uh, Out of 27, I gave it 22. Ooh. Wow, that's not bad at all. That was a damn good game it, for not wanting to play it again. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> the highest score you'll get. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like... The story, just overall as a story, the concept was great. Like, you need to go, you're a vault hunter, you need to go hunt for the vault. That's it. Exactly. Pretty simple, but, like, you had some good story, you know, misdirections and throws in there. The characters were all great. Characters really felt appropriate to the world, and they were all interesting. There was very few where I was like, who the fuck is this guy? But uh, I'm, would I play it again? Probably not, just because I played through it so many times, and I played through Borderlands 2 so many times, and I played through Borderlands the pre-sequel so many times. Like, I'm ready for 3. Ready. Yeah, you're ready for 3. And I don't want to get tired of Borderlands oh, before God. 3 even comes out. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. But uh, I think overall, the story worked for me. Uh, looking back, there was a lot of forgettable side missions, a lot of running around, but the world was so interesting, I didn't mind doing that. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess final score, I'm going to give it a 19 out of 27. Ooh. This may be our second highest one. That's very possible. And that gives us a score of what, Dr. Scientist? I have no idea what you two just said. 19 and it's 56. It's 56 altogether. That is correct. That math checks out. That's why you're here, scientist. <laughs> That's why the doctor's in the house. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember too. I didn't remember the world being this like gray and bland and brown. But you might be remembering Borderlands 2. Yeah, because that Borderlands 2 was all colorful. Bright and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Borderlands 2 having more color and more varied locations, at least. Borderlands 2 just overall was a great sequel. 
It's like y- y- you want more. You like Borderlands. You want Borderlands. Here's more fucking Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. Here's more Borderlands and better Borderlands. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I guess that does it for the game for this week. Let's go ahead and move on to our absolute number one favorite segment of every week, which is Scientist's Lock of the Week. I think he's choking. (laughs) That's a lock sound for our listeners. Got to switch it up. Every week we kick it over to scientists to come up with a 100% guaranteed gambling pick each week. So, scientists, this week, who do you got? Well, this is uh, an Atlantic Water Polo League game. It's not a team, and specifically, you go with the over in the Hurricanes versus the Sea Wolves. They could go with the over. Yeah, go with the over. Why would your water polo team be named the Hurricanes? <laughs> Same reason it would be the Sea Wolves. <laughs> sea Wolves aren't real. <laughs> would it make more sense if it was the Broncos? Yes. No. I think a Hurricanes is a damn good name for a whole water polo team. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's water-based, and they're, I, they cause such a ruckus that it turns into a hurricane. You can't the stop them. <laughs> you can't stop them, no. Where are they from? Hurricanes, Seawolves, over. The Charleston. <laughs> Charleston Hurricanes. Charleston Hurricanes. Okay. Right, well, well, it's the same as calling a hockey team the Hurricanes. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I didn't name the fucking team, all right? <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's a 100% guaranteed pick. So take all your shit, sell it, get that money, sell that money, flip it, <laughs> put it all on the over for this game. Flip that money after you sell it, son. <laughs> <laughs> so then flip it. Play the currency exchange. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get a good rate. Go invest in, go invest in some yen. <laughs> And then sell that, yeah. <laughs> in euros, and then say, sell that in American dollars, you made your money. Boom. That's a lot. So we're just trying to basically, you should probably just be a currency broker. That's where the money's at. Apparently. <laughs> so what we're getting, that's the whole point of this podcast, dude. <laughs> Get that second career in, son. Get that money. That, that'll take us then to our favorite segment of every week. Chump Slap's recommendation window. Every week we ask Chump Slap for a recommendation on whatever comes to mind uh, at this moment. So, Chump Slap, what is your recommendation this week for uh, websites where you can learn about, I don't know, sneakers? (laughs) 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 Wow. When you want to learn about sneakers, not buy them, just um, learn about oh, them. Probably, oh, I know, probably the sneaker wiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sneakerwiki.com. I yeah. never even thought of that. Yeah. You, well, you got to learn how to take care of them, how to wash them, how to keep them fresh. Yeah. What do you want to learn? You want to learn that or you want to learn like what's good? What are the, the new hotness? The new, yeah. What's popular? What's popping? <laughs> so you'd go to the sneaker wiki for all that information? No, I'd go to sneakerheads.com. Obviously, <laughs> but if you want to learn the history, I thought you meant like the history and yeah. all, like what goes into making a sneaker a sneaker. Then that I go to wiki. Sneaker, yeah. yeah, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, it just makes sense. <laughs> Why do you even ask that question? It's obvious. You're right. I uh, well, that was a bad bad topic. But, uh, we, got, <laughs> we got some fun out of it. So. 
And the heads was with a Z, by the way. Sneaker heads with a Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. H-E-D-Z. Yeah, no A. Yeah. Don't be stupid. You heard it here first. Go check out sneakerheads.com. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that does it for us for this week. So I'm just going to say goodbye and have fun playing some games out there. I'm going to say you can find us on fucking Twitter and Instagram oh, yeah. at Plotty Time. And you can email me directly at chumpslop at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> or you can email the group at plottytime at gmail.com. That's right. And Chumpslap has guaranteed he will respond to your email. He responds to everyone he's gotten so far. Everyone. Every single one. He's got a 100% ratio. He's replied to every single one. Booyah. Prove me wrong. So now this time for real, we're going to call it a week. So it's been something. Yeah, it's been real, guys. 